0: Welcome to my podcast, The Path to Me. I'm Corey Locke. I'm here to remind you, we are each born for amazing things. And to get there, we must find and follow our path. That path will take us to our peace and our abundance. When you're using your gifts to serve others, that's what I call being on your path. So many blessings will appear on that journey. On that path, we are finding the best versions of ourselves. And at the same time, we're building a better world Unfortunately, the opposite is also true. When we lose our place in the world, things get ugly. It kind of seems like everything's out of whack, you're running into walls everywhere you go, things just aren't going your way. If that's the case, the best thing to do is stop, take a breath, and listen. The universe will let you know which direction. You just have to listen. So let's get started. I'm going to start my podcast the same way I started it last week. Wow, what a week. There's been so much change. For two weeks now, change has become the new normal. About two weeks ago, I flew to California to visit family and attend a couple of business conferences. These are not your average business conferences that you're forced to go to. These were business conferences that I'd been looking forward to for a long time to help me grow as a person. Plus, I love California. It's one of my favorite spots to visit or should I say multiple favorite spots to visit. I love San Francisco, Huntington Beach, San Diego, Yosemite, the beach, any beach, the mountains. I could go on and on. It was perfect timing. These conferences were just before and after my son's spring break. I could go to one, enjoy California with my family, then go to the other. On top of that, my brother had just moved to California in December. This trip was meant to be. I was looking forward to seeing his new house. My niece and nephew were also on spring break, and so they traveled up to California as well. So, again, everything had just seemed to fall into place. How could it get better than this, right? We were going to go to museums and aquariums, Balboa Park, maybe even Disneyland or Universal Studios. It seemed perfect. It was all coming together. The perfect vacation plan. Well, you know what they say about best laid plans. They go awry. And boy, did this plan go awry. By day two of the trip, my business conferences had been canceled. March Madness was canceled. The next day, the NBA was canceled. All NCAA sports canceled. I had never seen anything like this in my entire life. Now, don't get me wrong. I understood why it was happening, but I was sad. Not just for myself. But for everyone affected by this time, my vacation plans changing was a very small thing when I took time to take it all in. Everyone was dealing with change. Some small, like my vacation. Some big, like the realization of exposure and what that means. Change is hard and it affects everyone differently. Some people deal with it better than others. But even those who say they like change will admit that navigating through it is usually stressful. There are two different kinds of change. Expected change and unexpected change. Let's take an example of an expected change. A move into your dream house. Even though that's expected and planned and wonderful, there's so much stress involved. Are we gonna get everything out on top? Are we gonna get everything cleaned? Are we gonna get the new place ready for the furniture to be delivered? There is stress involved in change, all types of change. And then you add on top of it, the uncertainty factor. It can seem like too much. These days, the change is hitting us left and right, and out of nowhere, it's hard to know what the next day will hold, much less the next week. Last week, I went from having meals in restaurants to the whole place being on lockdown. The economy was reacting to the uncertainty, which brought more uncertainty. Companies were having to literally close their doors without knowing when they would reopen. The employees of those companies were asked to go home and wait it out. Relief would come, but nobody was sure of when or what shape that would take. As the song says, it's a mad, mad world. Stress levels were through the roof. So what can we do? It's a lot. One thing we can do is, and I know this isn't easy, But take a break from the anxiety of the future and spend a mindful minute in the present. You don't have to solve the world's problems right now. You can't. But what you can do is stop and say, what can I do right now in this moment to help my situation? Can you write a letter to the credit card company asking if they can bring your interest rate down? Even if it's just temporary. Can you make a phone call and ask the bank if they could defer this month's loan payment? What can you do right now to bring some relief? Well one thing that everyone can do is breath work. Two weeks ago when I talked about breath work it was a very different world. Remember how simply stopping what you were doing for a few minutes and focusing on your breath can bring your cortisone levels down and as a result Your feeling of anxiety will seem to subside. When we talk about breathing, breathe in a deep breath through your nose, hold it, and release through your lips. This is such a powerful tool. Take a minute and breathe. Breathe in the positive, natural air. Hold it, then let go. When you let go of your breath, also let go of the negative. While you're breathing in, imagine calm, blue, filling your lungs hold it and release imagine the toxins exiting your body through your breath now let's breathe in breathe in cool crisp mountain air hold and breathe out the negative breathe in the calm ocean air hold breathe out the frustrations breathe in the love hold and breathe out the pain it's amazing how much calm can be gained by simply spending a few minutes being conscious of your breath what a gift our breath sustains us in addition to that when we recognize it a peace is brought to our world a calm is brought to our world it's the gift that keeps on giving I personally have realized through all the insanity surrounding this virus, I have been given some hidden gifts. I had a friend on Facebook ask, what's the hardest part of living through this new world of social distancing? Well, I answered honestly, and even though I hated saying it, the hardest part for me was relearning how to just be I couldn't deal with the downtime. I was struggling with not having something to do every second. I was struggling with just being in the moment. It took me a few days to adjust, but it was so good for me. I spent one-on-one time with my son, playing cards and throwing the football. Together, we went on long walks. Not walks to get somewhere, not walks to check into a movie, but walks just to enjoy each other and spend time in nature we walked to places that i'd been so many times seeing things i had never noticed before just being in the moment we stayed with my brother and his family everything activity wise was closed no theme parks no tours no museums no restaurants it was just the six of us and it was amazing We played board games. We played cards. I laughed so hard I thought my side was going to burst. We went on nature hikes together. We played ball in the park. We went for drives. It was so much more than I expected. We didn't need all the extras. We just needed time with each other. I realized how precious these moments are. I don't take any of them for granted. Time flies. Those kiddos are growing up. Ian and Jill are in college, not even kiddos anymore. And Jackson, he'll be starting high school next year. It just seems like yesterday when we were all gathered around his high chair, helping him celebrate his first birthday. And in the blink of an eye, we're here. I do cherish every second we get to spend on our family adventures. And I do realize how blessed I am. The coronavirus has brought challenges to our country never seen before. It's been trying, it's been scary, it's been filled with uncertainty, and it has physically separated us. We will never forget this. But for me, it's more. It's brought a time of learning how to just be, to just be in the moment, to enjoy the precious gifts around me for exactly what they are, everyday miracles. Life is precious, and I'm so thankful to be here. Speaking of gifts, you taking the time to listen to my podcast, that has been such an amazing gift for me. Thank you for that. It means more than I can express. I'd like to give you a gift in return. In these trying times, it's easy to get off your path. It's easy to get lost in the cloud of uncertainty. To find the way back to your path, that is also easier than you may think. The way back starts with gratitude. Find something, at least one thing, every day that makes you smile. And in the chaos, all you have to do is start with thank you. I know these are trying times, and it's harder than other times to find something positive. But you have to look past the question marks, past the uncertainty. Honestly, you have to consciously train your brain to stop and look for the good. When you do this, I promise things will start to look up. As you are enjoying all the everyday blessings, you will start to see more and more. And what was hard to see in the beginning will just come naturally. Thank you for joining me today. And until the next time we meet, I hope you take time to breathe in the good and just be in the present. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe. If you like where it's going, please leave a review and pass it on. Share with friends. You can follow my Instagram at Corey's Path to Me. That's Corey's C-O-R-Y-S, Path, P-A-T-H, the number two, me, M-E. To know more about my company, Melody Elm, check it out at www.melodyelm.com. I also have a Facebook group I'd love you to join. It's called Finding Your Path, spelled just like it sounds. Thank you for being you, and I will catch you next week.